Welcome to the Adoption Connection Podcast, where we share resources by and for adoptive and foster moms. I'm Lisa Qualls. And this is Melissa Corkum. Don't worry, we get it, and we're here for you. Today is a Mentor Moments episode, where we answer a listener question. These episodes give you a chance to join the conversation and guarantee we're providing the most helpful tools and resources for exactly where you are. This week's question comes from a member of our Facebook group. We're coming out of four years of trauma behavior, and we're finally hitting a soft and safe patch. I'm trying very hard to choose joy in this new normal, but find myself still waiting for the other shoe to fall. I think it's so ironic that I am having trauma responses to the trauma our young daughter brought into our home. How do you deal with these hopeful and long prayed for days? My mind and body still respond some days like we are still living in the trauma prison. I think a lot of us can understand this very, very well, because when we are parenting children who are extremely dysregulated, you know, it, it pulls us into dysregulation. Like it's, it's a lot. It affects our brains too. And like Melissa and I talk about, I don't think this is necessarily secondary trauma. I think this is trauma, you know, and we're being impacted by it and our brains and bodies are impacted by it. And one of the things that we have done at the advice of a very, very good therapist in, in particular for my husband was try to help him sort of reset his brain by letting his, his brain rest. And what we did, it could be as simple as getting away for a day, getting away for a couple of days in a place where you are not involved in this intense parenting. It could be giving yourself permission to rest. If your kids go to school and, you know, if you're like me, when your kids are at school, you are doing everything you can possibly get done. But giving yourself a season of rest could be very, very helpful for resetting your brain. And going back to what I mentioned about with my husband, our situation was pretty severe. And so our therapist recommended that he go away for 24-hour periods. And we did several of them. I was a little terrified because things were very, very difficult at that point. What we did to make it more reasonable for me is after we put the kids to bed one night, he would leave then and go. He had a a camping kind of place he could go to and he would spend the night there. When they woke up in the morning, it would be as if he had just left for work And then we would get through that school day and then he would be home for dinner again. So the children were not really impacted and we did it in a way that was workable for me. That was extremely healing for my husband and for helping his brain to reset. I love that idea. And we moms can do that too. We can maybe trade off with our husbands for a little bit of that respite. I think what you said about it being primary PTSD not just secondary. And I think we have both, a little bit of both. I think recognizing primary PTSD helps put, name some of our feelings and why it's so hard to move out of the season. You know, we don't expect war victims or, you know, folks in the military to come back and all of a sudden be able to reset. We already know from years of research and experience that that takes a lot of intentionality and time. So I think with that, we parents need care and often the care of a professional in the form of a therapist, probably a trauma therapist. And there are so many different modalities now that can really help our bodies release trauma 
in a quicker way than just talk therapy. And there's nothing wrong with talk therapy, but sometimes our bodies need some more help because, you know, like Bessel van der Kolk talks about in The Body Keeps the Score, you know, our bodies do store this trauma. And so because it's stored in our body, we need a body way to release it. And so some of those things could be EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing or reprogramming. Brain spotting, which is kind of a subset of EMDR, has a lot of really promising research, and I've experienced that. I also swear by something called trauma and tension release exercise. You can find that at traumaprevention.com. I mean, you can Google any of these and find resources for them. But all of these things, and there's, you know, neurofeedback even, all help us kind of do a brain and body reset out of this experience of trauma. And we also know that there are kinds of physical movements that are also very healing to help our brains reset. You know, it can be as simple as doing yoga at home with a video. It could be creating a daily practice of taking a walk. There is benefit to being outdoors and walking and movement. So I think there are a multitude of ways to help our bodies, our brains reset through movement. But the other thing, depending on uh, your, your faith background, I think there are spiritual practices that can also help us reset and help us bring our brains back into a healthier space. And so depending on your faith, it, it might be a practice of prayer. It might be a practice of, you know, reading scripture or making, allowing yourself time every day to read a book just for encouragement, you know, just things that will help you create new practices that are healing for your brain so that you can be the mom that you really want to be, especially now that the days are sweeter and better. Yeah. I think the other thing that I wish someone had told me when we came out of our season of crisis was that I wouldn't just bounce back. You know, we dove into a season of crisis so quickly that I thought that once the stress of the behaviors went away, then all of the other things would go back to normal. And so I give yourself permission and time to recover from, you know, four years of trauma is a lot. And I would say it could take four years of recovery to come out of that. Uh, So give yourself grace and space it blindsided me. I was expecting to just bounce back. And so I thought something might be wrong when that didn't happen. And now I just know that it's a process, kind of like grief is a process. And so we have to kind of be gentle with ourselves when we don't bounce back as quickly as we were hoping to. Thank you for that great question. We really appreciate it. If you would like to ask a question, please go to our Facebook group and we'll have a link to that in the show notes and you can ask your question there and we will keep it in mind for a future mentor moment. Before you go, we'd love to connect with you on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram as The Adoption Connection. Thanks so much for listening. We love having you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a quick review over on iTunes. It will help us reach more moms who may be feeling alone. And remember, until next week, you're a good mom doing good work, and we're here for you. The music for the podcast is called New Day and was created by Lee Rosevere.